Well, bummer. It appears that I might have been taken advantage of this evening. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you the story. Um, hi, welcome to Walk with Wade. My name's Wade Sellers. Um, I'm still pretty chipper. It's just a little bummed. I'm not pissed. I'm just like, I'm just bummed that these situations can happen. So let me tell you a bit of the story. Let me give you a bit of a backstory here. Um, okay, well, real quick. I was trying to buy a Twitter username from somebody because I, I thought it was a really good one. I have a really cute idea for like to use it and somebody else owned it. I tried to buy it and it looks like they didn't come through on their end. Um, now I'm going to pause there and I'm going to come back to that. I've done something like this before. I, uh, so, so the whole story of Wade Sellers, like owning my name and all my stuff, uh, that wasn't, um, an easy thing to do. I, I went on GoDaddy like years and years and years ago and I tried to buy wadesellers.com and that was taken. So what you can do is you can, um, you can buy, like you can spend some money and basically GoDaddy will let you know if that domain name comes available, right? So years and years and years ago, like in the middle of the night once, I woke up because I got an email and I looked at it and it was GoDaddy saying, uh, waitsellers.com is available. And I was like, oh, so I like just quickly, like right there, just went to GoDaddy and I scooped it up for, what, I scoop it up for 20 bucks or something or 15 bucks or something. And all of a sudden I owned waitsellers.com and I was like, hey, cool, I got my name. So once I got that, I then... Um, I, I then looked for the Instagram account and somebody else, another Wade Sellers, an Australian Wade Sellers, um, he is a, he's like a content creator. He's like a videographer. He used to work for MTV and such. Pretty cool. Uh, he owned at Wade Sellers. And so I DM'd him and I said, hey, um, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, I'm Wade Sellers as well. And I'd be curious to know if you'd be up for selling your name. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd like to buy it. And we negotiated a little bit back and forth. He was open to it. And eventually we landed on $175. I said, okay, $175 sounds good. I will PayPal that to you. And once the PayPal goes through, then you can just change the username to anything else. And once you change your username, then I should be able to change my username to Wade Sellers and then everything works. So in that moment, you know, we're basically a verbal handshake deal through DM. And someone's got to put their trust up front I decided I'll do it. You know, it's not, it's not the end of the world. If he screws me, he screws me, whatever. But I was like, all right, I'll put the 175 up front. You know, somebody's got to, somebody's got to be the first one to pass. You know, the, you can't do like same time, same time, right? <laughs> Digitally. So I put it up. I sent the 175. It went through and he changed his name immediately. And I scooped up at Wade Sellers for Instagram. And then I said, hey, just curious, are you also the owner of the Twitter handle at Wade Sellers? And it's like, if so, would you be up for just throwing that into the deal, you know, so I can kind of get the whole set? And the very next text, he, he said, I just changed it. Go ahead. It's yours. So I was like, woohoo. So I went on Twitter and I grabbed at Wade Sellers and, and that was it. And we were done. I, you know, I thanked him and I haven't talked to him since. And that was just the end of it. So that is how I bought Wade Sellers, the domain, the Instagram handle and the Twitter handle all in one kind of swoop move, which was super cool. Okay. Let's fast forward now. I have this cute idea for this Twitter username. I'm not going to divulge the name and things like that. I, you know, I'm not trying to smear someone. I also kind of don't want to give away what's going on behind the scenes like yet. We're, we're not there yet. You know, down the road, I can tell you the story. But for now, um, I've been dabbling with this little project. And um, I thought it'd be really cool to have a unique 
Twitter handle that was like really kind of special and sort of on brand playing with this thing that's going on. And so I came up with this one and it was it was taken. Somebody else owned it and back in 2007 they sent a tweet and that was like the only thing they did. They basically sent one tweet and then never touched it again. They had like nine followers. They weren't following anyone. It was basically just a dead account, but it's not totally dead because they sent a tweet. So I don't even think you can like claim it as like a dead account because it was used at one point. So anyways, I sent a tweet out and I was like, hey, at such and such. Um, and I, uh, hey, at such and such, would you be interested in, if you're not using that name, would you be interested in like, like giving it up? If so, contact me, you know, and I, and I, and I said all that. Well, this evening I got, uh, I got a text message, um, from someone in Portland, Oregon. And he said, did you ask about my Twitter handle? And, and he showed me the handle he's talking about. And I said, I did. Thanks for connecting. I was curious, and I'm in my text messages now. I did. Thanks for connecting. I was curious if you were planning to keep using it, and if not, if I could use it. I love the blank reference. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep it veiled here. And he said, "What price were you thinking? Happy to discuss it. Would appreciate you removing the post about it. Maybe that was a little red flag there that maybe something's going on. I don't know why you'd want to remove the post about it, but I, I, I did. It's fine." He, uh, they sent um, a screenshot of like inside of their account info and showing the Twitter username handle. And, and it looks like the screen that you could only have access to if you were the account holder. Now, sure, you, I guess you could Photoshop that. You, I mean, you could easily Photoshop that. Um, and maybe they did. Who knows? Maybe I wasn't even talking to the real account holder. Maybe this was just somebody that saw me reach out and decided I could take advantage of this guy. So... Um, we talked about it a bit more and we went through some negotiation and eventually, eventually I said like, like, you know, would you accept $50 for it? And they said, I'm not really interested in $50. And he said, I said, oh, okay, well, do you have a counter offer? Like, what were you thinking? And they said, I was thinking more like $500. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's more than, that's more than my kooky idea is worth, you know? Um, I said, well, I can't do that. And he said, he said, he said, I also would accept Bitcoin or Ethereum. And I was like, oh, well, I have Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, I've never really made a purchase like this using crypto, but yeah, I would be interested. So then I came back and basically said, um, and I said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's also the first thing I would be spending actual crypto on. So it's really exciting to me. Could I send you $200 worth of Ethereum for it? And he comes back and says, that's a totally fair compromise. I said, okay, cool. Um, and I said, I just have to figure out how to do this. I think I need your wallet address. He sent me my wallet address and I said like, okay, well, how do we do this? And I said like, you know, let's, let's test this out and make sure it works. And he said, said, you know, basically said like, I, I'm going to need the money first before I do this so I can trust you. And I've done this before. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there again. I'm going to try it and hope they come through on the other side thinking, you know, so far there was like no red flags in my head that there was anything wrong here. So I was like, okay, I'll send it. So I went on Coinbase. I sent $200 worth of Ethereum, like 0 0.04 and a bunch of numbers after that worth of Ethereum. Um, it took a few minutes and then the transaction was completed. And I said, you know, um, the transaction's completed. He said, cool, I think I got it. Uh, so I'm gonna send password now. And then that is the last uh, text message I got. And then, you know, time keeps going by and I'm sending some messages. Is everything okay on your side? Getting a little nervous. Hope you're coming through on your end here. You know, it's been 30 minutes. Um, you know, I hope you're good for this. Um, you know, I'm really hoping for a successful transaction. And we just keep going and there's there's nothing. I try to call the I try to call the number once. It rings once, and then 
they must have hit decline because then it went to like that automated thing that says there's no voicemail box set up for this number. Okay, bummer. I've tried to call since then. It doesn't even ring. It just goes straight to voicemail. So what, did they turn their phone off or were they using a fake number? Or like, I, I, I don't know. Um, so I sent a bunch of stuff, you know. And then at the end here, I basically just said, Man, that sucks. That really is a bummer. I was really stoked about this, and I put myself and my money out there first, just hoping for a fair and honest purchase. I hope you come back and square this deal with passing the username and password or refunding me the Ethereum. There's not much I can do about this, though. Please do the right thing. And that's really it. So I probably won't get a text message back. It's probably the end of this thing. And it is kind of a bummer. You know, you can't dispute a charge in the crypto world. You... You send someone money, you go through the steps, you know, you had to get into your account, you got to send the right, um, you know, you got to attach the right wallet address that you're going to send it to, you send it, there's checks and balances in there, like, are you sure you really want to do this? Make sure everything's right, yep, it's all right, and send. Once that happens, the transaction is completed. There's no undoing, there's no refunding, there's nobody to dispute it to, it's just, it is what it is, you're just... You just you just made the transaction. That's it. It's like no refunds. And so, you know, people can screw you. It's still kind of the Wild West. And that's why people are building systems like that help, you know, that become intermediaries that help these transactions become safer and more trusted. You know, like I guess in the long scheme, like probably what we could have done if we went, you know, into more detail is I believe you have the opportunity to basically mint a Twitter username handle and minting it kind of turns it into an NFT. And that basically secures that digital property. And then I could have went in and bought it. And then upon buying it, I would have received the NFT and been the only person to get the password. And you know, that would have been, that would have been it. I, I would have then owned it because we went through like a trusted intermediary. We didn't do that. I just thought they would just come through, you know. Well, was me. Luckily, it was only $200. Um, so if it was more expensive than that and I was really serious about it, then I probably would have explored, okay, well, how do we do this so that we both know we're not going to get screwed here? But I just figured it's a small purchase. It worked the last time. Hopefully, it'll work this time. And it appears that it didn't. Bummer. Such a bummer. I'm not, like, pissed. I'm just bummed. I'm just bummed because, like, um, you know what I think about when I when I get when things like this happen is like I don't know I was raised right we're an honest family you know my dad's the type of person that you know if he finds money on the street he's gonna do what he's got to do to try and find the owner he he might even give the money to a local shop owner and say this isn't mine I found it if someone comes for it would you please give it to them and he wouldn't even expect to come back for it if nobody turned it in he would just be like I did the right thing you know like we live by our conscience. I also live by my conscience. Now, what does that mean? It means that I do put myself up in a position to potentially be screwed. I can be taken advantage of, right? Because I will use trust and a handshake as good enough, good enough, like it's good enough as a contract. Um, you know, moving forward, would, would, I, would I still do something like this again? Yeah, I, I might still take a chance on something small, but the, probably the next time I will look into how do we do this a little bit more secure, you know, is there some sort of system out there that helps buyer and seller um, make sure the transaction works out for both sides? And if not, then nobody, there's no transaction that takes place. I don't know. But yeah, it's just a bummer. I just wish, 
I just wish everyone was honest. <laughs> I know that that's such wishful thinking. I know that it'll never happen, but I just like to think that I'm an honest person that connects with honest people and everyone kind of does what they say they're going to do. But such is life. I do believe in karma. That's my religion I live by. And so I do believe, you know, that karma will catch up with them and with me. And the universe has a funny way of evening things out. So, you know, such is life. That is that is what happened. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um, if anything happens beyond this, I'll be sure to update you. But just, you know, if you're in the crypto world and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're having fun with this and you're using it like currency, you know, just... You know, learn from learn from me here that not everybody is an honest person. And now you know somebody who was in a situation where they put their trust up front and someone kind of screwed them. And, you know, just just be weary if you if you do stuff like this, if you try to buy something with crypto, um, you know, and I, and I think honestly, if I would have used like PayPal or Venmo, I think there might be some insurance built into those systems. But I think it's also uh kind of like buyer beware as well. But it happened. So such is life. I'm going to leave you with that. If there's any update, I'll be sure to record another one to give you a follow-up. Yeah, I guess I'll leave you a question here. Would you, would you have done it? Would you have put your trust up front and put your money up front in hopes that the other person would have done the right thing? You know, would, would, and put it, put yourself in my shoes um, would, would you have done the same thing? That's what I got for you. Thanks for going for a walk with me. I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.